Intermediate Meeting, August 2, 1979. LL Research, Channeling Hatan. Carla Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. We of the Confederation of Planets, in the service of the Infinite Creator, can greet you only with these words, for they describe all that there is, my friend, love and light. For the Creator is love, and it is our understanding that that love, working through motion or vibration, or as you may call it, light, has created all that there is in an infinite panoply of beauty and order and unity, so that we are all one divine and unified being, with but one purpose, my friend. And that purpose is to give back that which has been given us so freely. And what is it that has been given us, my friend? For we are all so different, and so many different things have been given us. Yes, my friends, we are aware that your circumstances differ. Some may have more of a supply of worldly goods than others. Some a greater supply of what you on your planet term the intellect. Some a greater supply of strength. Some a greater supply of courage. And certainly all feel that they have a greater supply of difficulties and problems. But we are not speaking, my friends, of this one gift when we speak of any of these. For these are not gifts at all, but limitations that you have chosen for this experience. What you have in common, my friends, is consciousness. Could you but strip away the layers and layers of concept and illusion that furnish your mind, you would find that the original thought in which you are molded is that of love made conscious of itself. Each of you, my friends, is love. How can this be a practical piece of knowledge? How can you use this in your life? That is why we are in your skies at this time. That is why we are attempting to speak through instruments such as this one to those people of your planet who are hungry for some words that make sense amidst so many words that do not. All of you are aware of the transforming power of love. Each of you has seen it at one time or another, the touch of a hand, the difference a smile or a kind gesture might make to a stranger. And we say to you that there is a method by which you can tap into the infinity of the universal supply of this love. We do not say a great deal about the Creator to you, because we do not know about the Creator. We are, as you, fallible, imperfect, unsure, but a little surer than you, my friends. For in the vibration which we now enjoy, we can see that our brothers are one with us, so that to do harm to them is only to do harm to ourselves. We cannot lie, for our thoughts are visible to those about us, just as your clothing is obvious to those about you. 
our vibrations are visible. Thus, there is no deception, and there can be no confusion between people. We no longer even have names, for we do not need them. We were aware of your conversation earlier about names, and it made us smile. For indeed, in our society, we do not need to name an individual. For each individual vibrates in a unique manner, and could not possibly be mistaken for another person. Seeing the vibration that is based upon the great octave of love in each person, we thus love each person. But that is easy for us. It is not easy for you. Through meditation on a daily basis, the people of your planet, even though they are in the midst of incredible turmoil of one kind or another, can gradually erode and remove the illusion of that turmoil and discover that which is calm, peaceful, and yet ever-moving, that which is the fountain of love within each being. We do not promise you great power, although some souls have been known to find great power through simple meditation. We do not promise great riches, although we can promise you that those who are aware of the moment receive what they need in that moment. We cannot promise you peace of mind, though you will constantly go back into the world. You cannot stay in meditation unless you wish to stop learning. Coming from meditation with your heart full of love, it is then time to meet the world on its own terms, but with a smile on your lips in the face of that which may make you upset were you not centered in the awareness of yourself in this present moment safe in a harbor of love that extends throughout the universe. So many people you meet, my friends, and we are aware of this, are polarized, shall we say, in a negative way. This is not their fault. In their own minds, they are trying as hard as they can. In their own minds, they are not attempting to be negative, for the most part. They are victims of their own conditioning. And yet, when you meet them, you must deal with them, whether they be in stores or in cars, or among your friends when they are having a bad day. Even you yourself may be met by you the observer with some horror as you say to yourself, Can that be me? Can I be this upset, this angry? Let the part of you that has been found in meditation, that part which is infinite in love, be the self that meets that situation. Find the humor that is hiding in the situation. See the love that is hiding in the person and make available to that person for the first time the seed of an idea. The seed that it might be possible that there is something that he does not know that he may want to know, that it might change him to know. We do not say to speak, to testify, as some of your religions call it. No, my friends, you are sent into the world, as it is written in one of your holy works, 
as sowers, to sow a seed here and a seed there. Many will fall where they will not grow, but the seeds of love are the most valuable and precious seeds in your universe. The Creator has sown them all about you. The beauty of the trees breathes with love. The wildlife, the flowers, and all of your beautiful grasses, herbs, and foods cherish humanity. Make it possible for it to live and send it love. The very skies give you wind and rain and sunshine so that you may live and grow your crops and enjoy your existence. This much the Creator can do. Beyond that, you are the Creator, and it is the look in your eye or the touch of your hand or the way you can give love in an unlovely situation that produces the future crop of love in those about you. And so we say to you, my friends, go into meditation in whatever fashion you may wish. Consciously ask to know the truth. If we have not told you the truth, then find yours, for we tell you only what we know, and we are imperfect. But in all good faith, we ask you to seek for yourself. And then, after you have sought in your daily life, Seek then to know the moment, each simple, discreet moment. It will not come again. Your chance to be a creature who is a child of love in that moment will not come again. So we ask you to remember from moment to moment what you have learned in the silence. We are aware that we have outlined a course of action, which, were it to be compared to a sea voyage, would be a lifetime voyage. That is all right, my friends. It is our understanding that it is for that voyage that you set out on this incarnation. At least you are now thinking about taking ship. Some of you have already embarked. You shall become, then, those with the faraway eyes who can touch and help those upon the land who do not yet know that life is a voyage and that there is a purpose, a new world to be found at the end of it. This experience of yours, my friends, in this illusion will end. Each of you will leave, and then you shall see what you have done in this experience. This is a precious time for you, my friends. This is a time when under the most difficult of circumstances, you can try to help. That help can be given effectively only from one person to another, in the illusion. We who are within what you might call the inner planes, or the outer planes of existence, can only seek to inspire you yourselves to act in such a way as to seek the truth. At this time, we will pause and condition each of those within the group. I am Hatan. I am again with this instrument. I am Hatan, and I greet you once more in love and light. We thank each of you for making yourselves available to us for conditioning, and we ask that if, in any case, 
our vibration is too strong, you simply request mentally that we adjust our vibration. At this time, we would open the meeting for questions. M. I have a question. I was wondering if you have any insight or comments on any possible reason why I might have such problems getting up physical energy. I feel I exercise regularly and feel like my diet is fairly under control and still I feel almost like it must be some mental or psychic problem more than physical even, maybe. Hatan. I am Hatan. I am aware of your question, my sister. We see in your body no significant difficulty. However, there is a certain amount of indecision at this time, which is very deep. We do not specify this, for we do not wish to infringe upon your free will. However, this type of emotional difficulty is very common for those of, shall we say, a certain transitional period which comes and goes within the lifespan, as you would call it, of beings of your planet. It occurs many times in a lifetime, and we feel strongly in saying that you are, shall we say, all right, and should be confident that the problems of transition will run their course as you stay centered, as you have said, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Some things simply take time as you would call it on your sphere. And it is good, meanwhile, to be very kind to yourself, assuring yourself that to have less energy than at another time is simply a way of conserving the energy that you need to meet an inner source of difficulty. As for the psychic part of the question, there is a small component of the transitional phase having to do with previous conditioning of a spiritual nature. And we feel that you are making good progress in integrating what was best of that experience with what is best of your present life, which is a more balanced one in many ways. Thus, taking the good from the past and having every hope of the future we feel that you may balance yourself in a period of what you call time and feel much more energetic when the other problems are resolved. At that point, you will feel more inaudible in an outer way and more serene in an inner way. As we have said, this is a cycle and as all things within the illusion, it is part of an experience that you have designed for yourself in order to teach you certain lessons. Again, we would not infringe upon your free will by speaking of the lessons which you have set for yourself. But we know that you are working to understand, and we encourage you, and, above all, ask that you be confident and not require more of yourself than you would be able to give at any particular moment. You are doing what you should if you do it with love, however little or however much it may seem to you. Does this answer your question, my sister? M. Yes, you've even stated the question better for me than I have. You heard my question better than I said. Thank you.
Hatan. Oh, we thank you, my sister, as always, for the opportunity to share our thoughts. Is there another question at this time? This instrument has a question, which we will restate for her and answer, for she has been wanting to ask it. We have not had another channel for some time. The question has to do with the number of UFO movies and television shows which are appearing at this time, and she has been wondering if we are influencing Earth people or if there are extraterrestrials among you. The answer is, of course, that we are with each of you who ask to hear our thoughts, but that there are some among you who have come through incarnation into this illusion, but whose basic personality is, shall we say, extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional. This would probably be the more accurate term. And indeed, the generation that is responsible for much of the new activity in these areas within the popular culture of your society is extra-dimensional in nature. We are not capable, without infringing upon free will, of actually writing, shall we say, television scripts, or influencing the minds of people in the business of producing such things to create such scripts as those which have been seen by your peoples. However, we are very pleased that so many of those who came to the Earth sphere during this time have remembered or are beginning subconsciously to remember why they came. For it is very usual in such cases for at least nine out of ten of these incarnated extra-dimensional people to forget for their entire incarnation why it is that they have such a feeling of not belonging, why it is that they do not fit in, why it is that their natures seem so often at odds with society. We feel that this has answered the instrument's basic question. Is there another question at this time? D. What could you all... Do you see any value in using astrology as a tool to understanding cycles? The sort of cycles you spoke about earlier? Hatan. I am with the instrument. I am Hatan. We are aware of your question. It is a difficult one to answer. There are many occult sciences, shall we say, such as astrology, which have some use. They have been largely misused among your peoples as a way of prophesying, and this has overtones of infringing upon free will by suggestion. This is not in line with the law of the Creator, which is one of free will and love. Your world is not deterministic, and your stars, shall we say, are merely pointers pointing the way, as you know, to the basic structure of your earthly personalities. You are also provided with a will which, following the laws of the Creator, can totally transform the basic earthly personality, if it so desires. Most often it does not. Therefore, the system or language such as astrology has its purpose in simply helping the aspiring student of himself 
to begin to understand what it is he is dealing with, what his basic problems are, what his assets might be, etc. In the determination of cycles, we might compare the value of astrology to the value of an almanac in determining the planting and the reaping of a crop. There is some technical value to knowing what the new moon is, what the full moon is, but you must know what you plan to plant. And this astrology does not tell you any more than the almanac can tell you by a simple explanation of the phases of the moon. The almanac, like astrology, can be mistaken about the precise placement of storms, be they weather storms or storms of emotion that sweep over those in your illusion. Consequently, astrology, just like the almanac, can lead you astray if you are too literal-minded, if you do not rely most completely on your own hunches, on your own intuition, on your own feelings. Perhaps the best use of astrology and many of the other disciplines, such as tarot, numerology, and the others, is as a focusing point, shall we say, for the psychic power of the individual. It may be quite small to begin with, but by working through this particular system, your own power of intuition begins to develop, and you see more than what is in the stars or in the cards or in the numbers and you see it better. You, unlike the stars, are creatures of compassion and love. The stars in their courses are, indeed, determined. You, my friends, have free will. Thus, we ask you to approach astrology as everything else, in a cautionary manner, trusting most reliably on your own senses, both outer and inner your common sense, and your intuitive sense. Does this answer your question? D. Inaudible. Hatan. Is there another question at this time? We are aware of a couple of unasked questions in the minds of a few of you. But we are unwilling to break into your thoughts, shall we say, and raid the storehouse of your memory. Consequently, we will only say that we are available to you at any time that you may ask for us. We are your very humble companions. But what little help we can give you, we offer you freely. If at any time we are with you and you request that we leave, we will instantly. And on that note, we will close this meeting. We will attempt to transfer this contact to the one known as H. I am Hatan. The tape recording this session ends here, therefore ending our transcript. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.